1: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE.
2: Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall
3: buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird.
2: It's a plane. It's Superman. (laughs) It's Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with amazing physical powers far beyond those of mortal men, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, wages a never-ending battle for truth and justice. Today, Superman, sensing great danger to something important to his welfare calls on his famous friend Batman for aid. I need your help, Batman. I'm in trouble.
4: You, Superman, in trouble? Yes, I'm in
3: serious trouble and great danger. Will you help me?
4: Well, of course you know I would, but I don't understand. What's
3: wrong? Well, someone has discovered my secret. What do you mean? Someone has found out that I, Superman, am also Clark Kent.
4: Uh-oh. Stay put, Superman.
0: You know, gang, often at the zoo, you'll see people pointing at a monkey and laughingly say, see that little guy over there? Well, he's my 32nd cousin. And even though that is a rather corny and time-worn gag, it seldom fails to get a chuckle out of those within earshot. And yet, it may not be completely a laughing matter. Learned men, particularly the famous Clarence Darwin, have proven, at least to their own satisfaction, that modern man has developed from the monkey. Well, be that as it may, I certainly am not qualified to argue with experts on either side. But I'm kind of inclined to go along with a scientific explanation of the biblical story, which tells us that the world was once peopled by only two human beings, Adam and Eve, who lived in a place described by the Bible as the Garden of Eden, and located by scientists as somewhere in Asia. Now, starting from there grew the many different people who today populate the earth. And accepting that fact, we must draw the conclusion that all of us, white, yellow, and black, descended from common ancestors who lived in an age long before history began to be chronicled, before the formation of races, religions, and nations. That makes us all what you might call 32nd or 64th cousins. It makes us all brothers under the skin. It proves that all men were created equal, and that no man should suffer the persecution of bigotry and prejudice because, by the will of the Creator, his physical characteristics differ somewhat from yours. For as the famous Scottish poet Robert Burns puts it, A man's a man for a that. So remember always to judge a man by his character and nothing else.
2: And now, the adventures of Superman. Following his exciting adventure in the underseas kingdom, Superman returned to his apartment in Metropolis where he lives, disguised as Clark Kent, mild mannered and bespectacled reporter. But when he entered his apartment, he received the shock of his life. Then, as soon as he could collect his wits, he hastily summoned his close friend, the famous Batman. The only person in the world who was aware of Superman's double identity. And when Batman arrived in his guise of Bruce Wayne, Kent repeated... Someone has
3: found out that I, Clark Kent, am really Superman.
2: What? You're kidding. Oh, if only I were
3: Bruce. Well, who is it?
4: I don't know. Someone got into
3: my apartment while I was gone and learned my secret.
4: How could anyone find out you were Superman by merely breaking into your apartment? Look at that. Look at what? You see this wall panel? It's set on a track. And when it's closed,
3: like this, there's no way of telling there's a closet behind the panel.
4: Oh, yes. I remember you telling me about it. Uh huh. You keep a spare Superman costume in there, don't you? That's right. When
3: I got back here a half hour ago, I found the panel open like this. And my spare Superman costume is gone. Uh-oh. That means somebody else besides you and me is aware of my double identity. Now, wait, Clark.
4: This may not be as bad as you think.
3: Are you kidding? If this person, whoever he is, doesn't choose to reveal his information, but keeps it to himself,
4: I'll never know another comfortable moment. Why, he'll be able to trick me, trap me, drive me crazy. Granted. But has it occurred to you that maybe this person who got in here may not know your Superman? Not know? When he took my costume? Well, he may have been a sneak thief and not realized what it was. Oh, nonsense. He might have thought it was a a masquerade costume. Cut it out, Bruce. You don't believe that any more than I do.
3: Anyhow, it wasn't a sneak thief. How do you know? Because nothing else is missing.
4: Are you sure? Positive.
3: It was a valuable watch, cufflinks, and a set of pearl evening studs right here in my dresser drawer, and they're still here. Mm -hmm. None of my suits or overcoats were taken from my closet either. So it wasn't any sneak thief. Oh, it must have been someone who became suspicious somehow that I was Superman. Got in here and proved it to his own satisfaction.
4: Well, I must admit, it does look that way to me, too. Oh, what
3: do I do, Bruce? I can't call the police because if I tell them my costume is missing, they'll know
4: who I am. That's right. We've got to handle this ourselves, Clark. And we've got to work fast. Thanks, Bruce. Thanks. I I was hoping you'd say that because I really need your help. For once, I...
3: I I don't know where to start. I'm pretty upset.
4: I know how you feel. Now, look. Have you talked to the building superintendent?
3: No. You think maybe he's the one?
4: No, but he might have seen somebody loitering around. That's an idea. Come on,
3: we'll go down and have a talk with Mr. Johnson.
2: Oh, Mr. Kent, I didn't hear of any robberies in the building while you was away.
4: Did you notice anything suspicious, Johnson? Anybody loitering, loitering around the place?
2: No, Mr. Wayne. I'd have called the police right off if I did. Something missing from your apartment, Mr. Kent? Yes, there is. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Did you call the police?
4: No, I I didn't call the police. Oh, I'll
2: call them if you want me to. No,
4: no, don't bother.
2: Well, Well, if there's something stolen...
3: I'd prefer to just forget the whole thing, Mr. Johnson.
2: Well, just as you say, Mr. Kent.
3: Thanks. Come on, Bruce, let's go back to my apartment. (laughs) There you are, Bruce. What Johnson told us confirms my suspicion that whoever was here came here to confirm his belief that I am Superman.
4: Maybe. But let's try it from another angle, Clark. Did you ever before have reason to believe that somebody suspected your double identity? Yes, there are two people. Who are they?
3: One is Herbert Hawkins, the Scotland Yard detective who almost proved I was Superman, you remember?
4: Huh? Oh, yes. I'll never forget that. Well, I... But we definitely convinced him he was wrong, didn't we? Well, I'm not so sure now. I am. Rule him out. Who's the other person? Lois
3: Lane. Lois Lane? Are you kidding? Not at all. She almost had the goods on me half a dozen times. I think I've managed to talk or laugh her out of it, but I'm not sure she's completely convinced. Say, wait a minute. What now? I just remember Jim has a key to my apartment. Jim Olson? Yes. I gave him one last month when I wanted to keep him
4: and Freddie the Midget under cover. Just occurred to me he never returned it. And you think he might have become suspicious, let himself in here and found the secret closet? Well, anything's possible. Well, now, look here, I think that's stretching it a bit, don't you?
3: Oh, confound it, Bruce. I'm so upset, I, I, I don't
4: know what to think. Well, take it easy, John. But if this, this is... is... a bad time to get the jitters. Look, I'll give Robin a ring and have him hop up here with our fingerprint outfit. And we'll go over this place and see if we can pick up anything. Good idea. While
3: you two work here, I'll run over to the Daily Planet.
4: Want to put Jim on the pan?
3: Yes, and Lois, too, and, and and everybody. I I won't be able to rest until I find out who knows my secret and, and what he's going to do about it. Oh, I'll, I'll see you later, Bruce. Hello,
1: Jim. What? Leaping lizard, Mr. Ken. What's
3: the matter? Why the great surprise? Well,
1: I, I just. Listen, how'd you get here? How do you suppose? Well, you must have flown. What do you mean, flown? Oh, gee whiz, there's no other way you could have gotten here so fast.
3: Why do you say that, Jim? Well,
1: I called up your apartment before you came in just now. I talked to your friend Bruce Wayne, and he said you'd left just that minute. How could you get all the way over here so fast? Oh,
3: so that's all it is.
1: All what is? Uh,
3: Never mind, skip it.
1: Well, skip what? How could you get here so fast?
3: Well, when Bruce said I'd just left, he might have meant that I'd left a few minutes ago.
1: Yeah, I suppose Uh, so.
3: Look, Jim, remember when little Freddy was here, I gave you a key to my apartment...
1: The key. Uh huh. Oh, oh yeah.
3: Have you still got it? Well, oh, sure. I...
1: Well, no, I haven't. You haven't. Where is it? Well, let me think.
3: You didn't lose it, did you?
1: No, I gave it to somebody. You
3: gave it to somebody. Uh
1: huh. Before I went to London to join you in Candy Myers. Well, why? In well, ha- I didn't want to risk losing the key, so I gave it to to what? Cena. Oh yeah. Tell me, who was it? Miss Lane. Lois. Uh huh. I told her to keep it for you. She. Say, what's the matter, Mr. Kent? I. Well, you're white as a sheet and, and you're trembling. Are you sick? Uh, I I don't feel very well. Oh, well, here sit down. I'll get you some water. No, wa- water
3: won't help me, Jim. I I've got to find out. Get it over with.
1: Find what out? Get what over. With? I've
3: got to see Lois. Here goes.
2: Shoulders erect, but his face pale. Mark Kent walks across the city room to the office of Lois Lane. What will he learn from her? We'll be back in a moment for the startling climax of today's
0: episode. So keep listening. I don't have to tell you, gang, that millions of years ago, when early man first left Asia and migrated to the four corners of the globe, the world had a very small population. In fact, there were so few people on Earth that those who settled in one part of the world never knew that human beings existed in other parts. Yet in the beginning, these ancient people, no matter where they lived, had this in common. They all looked very much alike. But as ages of time passed and thousands of years melted away, changes began to take place. People who lived in different parts of the world began to look somewhat different from one another. For one thing, they changed color. Our ancestors, who had settled near the hot equator, gradually developed a darker skin than those who settled in the north. That helped protect them against the burning sun of the tropic. In the north, men's skin grew lighter, and eventually blue eyes appeared. In Asia, a fold of skin developed over the inner corner of the eye and produced what we call a slanted eye. Soon our ancestors began to identify each other as living in certain places and belonging to certain special groups, which we now call the white, black, and yellow races. And that, gang, is the scientific truth about how the three races of mankind were formed. But never forget that in the beginning, everyone belonged to the same race, the human race. And so all of us today, no matter what our present race, religion, or nationality, are relatives from way back. Don't ever forget that, gang, because it proves that the brotherhood of man isn't just a noble idea. It's a scientific fact. (laughs) And
2: now, back to the adventures of Superman. Suspecting the worst, Clark Kent has entered the office of Lois Lane, who, as she sees him, swiftly rips a page from her typewriter, slips it under a pile of manuscript on her desk, and looks up, a gleam of triumph in her eyes. Hello, Clark. What's on your mind? I'd like to know
3: what's on your mind, Lois.
2: Why? what makes you think there's anything on my mind?
3: Well, I can tell.
2: You can look right through my skull and see.
3: What do you mean by that?
2: Oh, now look, what is this,
3: the third degree? Stop playing games, Lois. I've got to know.
1: You've got to know what? If
3: you... um, I mean... uh, Well, you're up to something, Lois. I can see it in your face.
1: (laughs) Is that so?
3: Yes. When I came in here, you tore a page out of your typewriter and slipped it under that pile of papers. Now, what were you writing?
2: Well, it uh, may have been uh, a letter. Yes,
3: it may have been, but I don't think it was.
2: You think it was a story. I do. A page one story?
3: Look, Lois, Maybe will you a stop? great
2: big scoop for page one? Maybe one of the biggest scoops this paper or any other paper ever had?
3: Lois, if you don't stop being coy, Stop being
2: coy? I mean it.
3: You mean what? I
2: have got a terrific scoop, Brother Kent, but really terrific. What... What is it? Just wait till you see, Clark. Just wait. It'll not only knock your eyes out, but I can tell you that you'll never be the same again. Never. Gripping the desk so fiercely that his steel fingers dent the wood, Clark Kent stares into the smiling, triumphant face of Lois Lane. Does the girl reporter know that he, Clark Kent, is Superman... Did she discover the secret closet and the spare costume? And does she now intend to reveal Superman's precious secret to the world? There are thrills and more than one stunning surprise in tomorrow's exciting episode, fellows and girls. So don't miss it. Be sure to tune in tomorrow, same time, same station, for Chapter 2 of The Mystery of the Stolen Costume on The Adventures of Superman.
0: Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC Comics Magazine and is brought to you Monday through Friday at this same time. This program came from New York. Stay tuned to your mutual station for Captain Midnight, which follows in just a moment. And right after Captain Midnight, you will hear Tom Mix and his Ralston straight shooters. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.